Hi everybody and welcome to the next episode of my podcast. So before I go into the topic of the day, I'd like to say that uh, the entire team of my work for 2021 is putting out imperfect work. And this is a perfect moment to remind myself that uh, this was my commitment because some of you may hear that uh, there is some background noise. There is actually a garbage truck just roaring under my window right now uh, and um, normally this would kind of stop me from recording this would just make me postpone it however i know i will not have time to do this later on and um, it would mean basically ditching this episode and i'm not doing that i uh, like this too much and i trust in my commitment too much so um, this is an imperfect work as well uh, the truck is probably going to move away from my neighborhood, so it should not affect us too much. Uh, but uh, let's get to it. Let's get to the topic of the day. So today I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, uh, the methods that I've been using over the years uh, to uh, declutter my possessions or minimize, downsize, whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't want to apply these labels uh, uh, too uh, strictly. Uh, so uh, last time I actually um, outlined a little bit my previous podcast uh, how I got to um, to minimalism and why. So um, now I'm going to connect the major sources I've been using since say 2013 to start with it, and um, uh, give you a few tips uh, uh, to to start. So. I um, mentioned previously that the first source that I uh, actually looked into um, that that brought me to the entire idea of uh, downsizing my possessions or looking more attentively to what I own uh, was uh, the book uh, from, uh, let me see, Karen Kingston. And uh, it was called Clear Your Clutter with Feng Shui. Free yourself from physical, mental, emotional, spiritual clutter. So uh, it might sound a little bit, a uh, little bit wonky to those of you who are not uh, uh, spiritual or religious, and neither am I, or, or was I at the day. So Feng Shui was something my mom was into. I wasn't, but this book was recommended to me, and. Uh, um, it um, brings uh, to the to, to the attention a very important point, and uh, uh, I'd like to I'd like to uh, talk about it a little bit. So uh, this book actually uh, actually talks about connection between uh, the physical state of your surrounding and uh, um, your um, mental state or state of mind, if you will. Uh, what this means is. Uh, if you live in a cluttered environment, if you live in a space with a lot of junk, and you might even see it's junk, just a lot of stuff, this stuff is affecting you uh, at every single moment. Uh, for example, um, you, those of you who are watching this uh, um, on uh, YouTube, you might see that uh, behind me there's a bike. I have a bike hanging on the wall and I haven't been using it for quite a while now uh, due to uh, weather conditions, COVID restrictions, but mainly my laziness, I'd say. This item, just by being in the space, is affecting me mentally. It might feel like aspiration, so it might give me joy looking at the bike, uh, thinking about uh, you know going, going out with the bike. Oh, going out with the bike, is that English? 
it's like not on a date, you know, but uh, taking the bike out uh, and, uh, um, you know, um, have fun with it. At the same time, uh, at the same time, it might feel also like um, an obligation, like a homework I didn't do. Because looking at the bike, make, it, it, it may make me feel guilty about not really using it for quite a while, you know, not being diligent enough about exercising, about my health and stuff like that. So items in your space uh, can have and do have this effect. And uh, that's, um, that's um, the one of the underlying principles of Feng Shui. So uh, if you look around your space, around your apartment, your house, what do you see? Do you see, uh, do you see things that bring you joy? Do you see uh, something that brings you peace? Or uh, do you see things that are um, actually bringing you down? Books on the shelf can bring you joy. They can also bring you down if uh, uh, they make you feel guilty about not having read them in the past. Although you promised, you know, to read them a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. I had books on the shelves for a decade or longer uh, like that, that felt like a burden. You can have things in your space that are physically blocking uh, your passage through the space. Um, I actually had uh, specific pieces of furniture I can think of that I used for storage. But just the fact that they were in the, in the way, I had to kind of, uh, you know, wrestle my way through the apartment. And I was no hoarder, but uh, these were just the things that didn't serve the purpose. I knew uh, that uh, uh, some uh, spaces were cluttered uh, with uh, items that are not really being used very often, that are not serving purpose, but they are mentally occupying my space. So looking at it this way might give you the first initial push uh, to rethink your relationships with uh, possessions. And uh, that's the core message of the, uh, of the book, Clear or Clutter with Feng Shui. So you can, you can pick it up, look into that. Mainly this one is for motivation. But um, what I want to spend more time on are the actually techniques or methods that uh, I use for decluttering. And um, they are covered uh, also in the, in the upcoming video uh, that's uh, going to go live on YouTube um, on, uh, on Wednesday. So after having read uh, the, the Feng Shui book, which I have to say uh, back then seemed a little wonky with the, with the spiritual stuff, um, I started looking around and uh, I looked into uh, other people who were active on the, if you will, on the scene of minimalism, uh, which uh, started emerging uh, in, uh, let's say, uh, around 2010. There were a bunch of blogs, a um, bunch, of, bunch of people uh, starting on this topic. And um, I came across um, now probably um, most famous people in, in the area um, who call themselves the minimalists or the minimalists. And uh, uh, these are... Uh, Joshua Fields Milburn and uh, Ryan Nicodemus. It's um, uh, two guys uh, who now have a very successful podcast. Uh, they wrote a couple of books about the topic. And I looked into their methods. And uh, there are two distinct methods that I liked. And uh, I'm going to mention how they can serve you. And you can, you can test them out um, fairly easily. 
So uh, the first one they are talking about is uh, a so-called packing party. So what uh, what they suggest, and you can look them up, they have a they have a blog post about the, the technique, is uh, if you're willing to go radical, if you really want to transform your life and you feel you want fast progress, what you can do is pretend you are moving. You're just moving apartments, moving from place to place. And what you need to do before moving is, well, to pack your stuff and prepare it for transport. So they suggest to do just that. Pretend you're moving, pack all your stuff, put it in the boxes, cover it with sheets. Basically, everything you own should be uh, not accessible immediately unless you unwrap it. They actually suggest to have fun with it. So invite people over, invite a couple of friends, like if they were helping you moving and pack everything. And uh, the magic of this method is it's very, very radical. Um, and uh, uh, it makes you understand what you really use and what you don't. Because uh, in the following days after the packing party, you only unwrap the stuff that you are about to use. And you can, you can place more restrictions on, on yourself, uh, depending how radically you want to have. Um, there is, a, there is a, um, some content online about people who allow themselves only to unwrap one item a day, which is really brutal. Uh, but um, uh, basically, the minimalist game, the, the vanilla version mm-hmm. is... I'm sorry, not the minimalist game, the, the packing party version um, of uh, the minimalist is... Uh, you can unpack as many items as you want provided you uh, are going to be using them. And the question is, in a couple of days or weeks, what are the items that stayed unpacked? What didn't you use at all? And there will be some stuff, definitely, that you, uh, that you wouldn't use. And uh, you may even forget you, you ever had it. And uh, these are the things to basically let go. So this might sound very radical to you. I have not used this method, but uh, there is a micro version of this you can use. And I highly recommend even even for uh, people who are just starting. Um, I had some stuff that I didn't want to part with. Uh, these were mainly books that I felt I will read, you know, quote unquote, one day. And um, what I did is a micro version of the packing party. Um, and you can do that with any item. I just put them in the banana boxes and uh, I put a label uh, on the box with the date when this was packed. So um, I brought them to the to the uh, basement and just let them sit there, you know, to mature and uh, uh, see what happens. And uh, the commitment I made to myself is if I don't... Um, try to to access these items for six months i will get rid of them that was the game i was fortunate enough to have some space to to put them aside Uh, i did the same with clothes i did the same with uh, some other items and uh, it was uh, very liberating afterwards realizing that uh, i didn't even give a thought to to these boxes in the basement i I completely forgot about them. I enjoyed the space that I cleared. And uh, uh, some uh, months later, when I uh, went to the basement and I checked the boxes, I wasn't even able to remember what was in there. 
was like, okay, this is the box with some books. I didn't make a list of the books in the box. And since I couldn't remember what books are in there, I didn't miss them. It was much, much easier to let them go. If you don't trust yourself, if you think that once reopening the box, um, you would you would see the books and you will want to keep them again, um, there might be a version for you to just not open the box and uh, give it away, donate it, get rid of it. Maybe you can even tweak the rule and say, you are only allow yourself to keep the items from the box that you are able to remember, that you are able to name without looking at the list. And I wasn't able to name more than two books from this big banana box, which contain like 25 books. I only remember two of them. The rest of it was like a blur. I had no idea what was in the box. So that would be kind of micro version of packing party. Another method that the, the minimalists are using, and I use this uh, uh, three times in my life, is called the minimalist game. And again, there is a blog post uh, on uh, the minimalist website when you can check the rules, and I highly, highly recommend you do that. So this method basically uh, suggests that uh, you uh, get together with some friends or you know, other people who have interest in getting rid of some stuff. And you commit to get rid of one item a day. But you're going to be raising the stakes during this game. So it's one item a day, but just for the day one. The second day, you are supposed to get rid of two items. On the third day, you are supposed to get off three items. And so on and so on for as long as you can sustain this. So I would suggest to commit to 30 days of this, a month of uh, a minimalist game with this progressive, um, progressively growing number of items you are getting rid of. The way I did it with friends was um, just, uh, you know, putting the items that I'm getting rid of on the floor, on the surface, taking a snapshot with my smartphone and sharing it uh, with them in a WhatsApp group that we created for uh, this uh, uh, for this game. Or, you know, now when WhatsApp is going to be banished for some of you, it could be Signal, it could be Telegram, whatever. So um, have two or three friends and uh, publish the pictures of the items you're getting rid of. The rule I adopted was... Uh, the items do not have to leave the house physically, but they cannot be reacquired. They cannot be mixed back with the possessions you are keeping. So I had like a donation box. Every day I selected the items I'm getting rid of. I took a snapshot. I posted it into uh, this virtual group and I put them in a donation box. And at the end of the month, they had to go. This method uh, is... Um, very good for those of you who feel your space is cluttered. You feel like you have a lot of stuff that you can get rid of um, or uh, you feel overwhelmed by the amount of possessions. So many of you would have a lot of knickknacks or spare utensils, uh, you know, uh, office supplies, things like that. And don't get me started by my mom who, who is a collector, quote unquote collector, 
of uh, of uh, uh, of pens and pencils. She's got a lot of them. Most of them don't work. Uh, so um, maybe you can get rid of uh, uh, swag. So stuff that you are getting from the festivals, from events, it doesn't really serve purpose. You know, you got a free T-shirt with the logo of some company you don't really like. You never wear it, but well, it's a good T-shirt. Maybe you're keeping it. So things like that. All of this can go on the list. And then um, I'll look into the archive of my pictures from this game to see uh, if it would make sense to publish them on my on my website. So we have some inspiration. Anyway, that would be the that would be the minimalist game. I really suggest you check it out, especially if you have accountability partners. Don't do it with just one friend. Take two or three of them. Um, the more the better. Um, some of them uh, will uh, actually drop along the way because you know uh, things happen. Not everyone will be that committed, and you want to have someone to cheer you on and to kind of race against. So, and that would be the minimalists. A little bit later, around 2016, I actually got into uh, this program of uh, uh, of um, Joshua Becker. And Joshua Becker um, actually published a book um, in uh, 2016, um, which was called "The More of Less: Finding the Life You Want Under Everything You Know You Own." And um, I really like this book. It's very simply written. What is inspiring in here? is that unlike the minimalists who used to be two single guys going fairly radical about this method, Joshua Becker uh, was um, uh, a father of two, uh, having a family, uh, living living um, American suburban life and uh, having accumulated a lot of stuff uh, over, uh, over the time. So his approach is more um, gradual, more relaxed. And um, he's got a he's got a online course which uh, on, online course that's my English it's not a course it's a course so he's got online course um, that um, uh, you can join where he's going step by step um, and uh, actually exposes you through a Facebook group to other people who are uh, facing the same challenge and you can uh, you can use them as accountability uh, accountability group so. His method is basically a method of going room by room, space by space, starting with the easy ones. Uh, usually he, he makes you start with your car, just declutter your car, uh, celebrate a small victory of having a, a car that is not you know, full of discarded uh, parking, parking stops and, and, and uh, old chewing gum. And uh, then you go to a little bit more and more difficult spaces, kind of closing it with the memorabilia or emotionally charged items. I think this method is very balanced. Uh, it's, uh, the, the results are a little uh, slower to arrive, uh, but it's very good for those of you who are not really sure if you are into, into minimizing or not. The last method I want to mention here, it, it's last for me because it's the last one I encountered uh, is uh, very now now very famous Marie Kondo method, and um, Marie Kondo method uh, was described in in her 2014 book, The Life Changing Magic of Tidying Up, 
uh, aka the, the Japanese art of decluttering and organizing. Um, Marie Kondo is different and from mm, Joshua Becker uh, since she is coming from the environment um, that uh, uh, where big houses, the American style houses are not typical. So uh, she uh, she's coming from the idea of Japanese apartment, which is much smaller. So rather than going room by room, she suggests uh, you declutter the entire space at the same time, going by category. And by category, we mean, let's say, kitchen utensils. So collect all the kitchen utensils from the entire apartment, put them on a pile in one room and go through them. This is um, more practical in terms of uh, weeding out duplicities. So if you have 15 pairs of scissors in the apartment, you just need to go through them at once. Uh, with Joshua Becker method, you would go room by room. So you could still end up with having a pair of scissors in every room. So up to you what you think is, is better for, for you. Um, Marie Kondo um, has uh, one principle uh, to abide. And what she says is uh, look at all the things and uh, ask yourself if they quote unquote spark joy. If the thing sparks joy, you should keep it. So um, I think this is a very um, inspiring in terms of uh, um, leading you to keep the best items i'd say that the best uh, things you want to have uh, it helped me with clothes especially because a piece of clothing if it's not if it's not torn if it's not damaged you might feel like keeping it uh, you might feel obliged to keep it actually uh, because tossing it would be wasteful but um, the question here is do you feel excited if you get to wear this is this your favorite piece of clothing and she suggests to look at everything through the lens of, uh, of this uh, joy or however you want to call it. Is this your favorite? Are you excited when you are about to use it? And uh, if the answer is no, you should basically toss it. You should only keep your favorite items. Um, I, uh, um, I got to this book um, uh, a little, little later than to the others, so uh, it only reinforced some of the principles I already uh, implemented in my life. But um, based on which, uh, which uh, of these approaches resonated the most with you, I suggest you pick up one of those books. Um, I guess the, the easiest start if you, are, uh, if you don't have too much time is to check the minimalist blog and, and uh, read a bit in there. Um, if you are uh, a little bit spiritual, um, you can look into the uh, Feng Shui or Marie Kondo method. If you are very down-to-earth, practical, and um, then you want to get a technical, staged approach, look into Joshua Becker. I can vouch for all of them. Each of them helped me uh, in their own way. And um, I will um, actually outline uh, what is different in my life uh, compared to you know seven eight years ago um, and now in the next in the next podcast so thanks for listening i hope this was helpful i feel this is a little longer than usual but hopefully packed with some information for you so uh, have a lovely day or night whenever you're listening this and uh, well talk to you next time